What's up, wrestling fans? Worlds Collide did not stumble, although you wouldn't know if I actually was stumbling on the intro or not anyway, because I might be just working everybody now at this point. I think I, it's, I, I work with you on these every time, and <laughs> I don't even know. And if I did, I ain't telling. <laughs> shady, shady wrestling stuff. We're not even actually in the, quote, wrestling business, but nope. uh, we're in the wrestling card business. And once again, that's what we're going to talk about today. That we uh, are. If you... Once again, I'll just preface, if you are enjoying our content thus far, please subscribe, share it with a friend, leave us the, uh, I can't say six star review today because we're not in the Tokyo Dome. We're, where, we're, in the bing- we today? we're in the bingo hall. We're in the old oh. ECW arena. It's quiet. Okay. You know, there, there's no, no shows running today. Just us. Yeah. For today, just, just like us. I don't even leave a review. Yeah. Just, just like yeah. us. <laughs> <laughs> so today, and speaking of just liking, maybe not going above that. We're going to talk WWF classic era, the classic oh. cards. Um, I think most... one week we did one week we did the Flair era, didn't we? We did, and yeah. we're coming back with classics. So, um, for whatever reason, you know, I said that Flair was a short run. We've got another short run here, and then the more I think about it, outside of Tops, and I mean, we could potentially count Merlin. But every other like franchise or uh, every license, I should say, with the WWE franchise has been short, every single one of them. But I think this one today is a very, very well-known thing. Um, I think some people have kind of overvalued some of it. I think some people are undervaluing some of it, not appreciating it. So we're going to bounce around 1989, which not many people know about. And we're going to let you get well, into let's, that. Let's, let's preface this first off that we're going to mainly focus on the 1990 and 91 releases. Yes. And that and that's three releases uh, during that those two years. The 89 we talk about and we can talk we're going to talk about. Yeah, that, there's a lot to go over on that it, one. Is really regarded it, it's not it's not looked upon. People don't we'll, we'll get into it. I I, yeah. I have a lot of opinions on this. So again, 1989 to 1991, uh, let's do a quick release recap. Uh, we had the classic 89 which we're I'm save the details on that for a minute. Sure. We had the 90 we had the 90 WrestleMania. Wasn't that considered like part two? They call, it, uh, ser- yeah. they call it series uh, two classic or... series two. Okay. And that was all featuring Russell- WrestleMania. All WrestleMania. And then at the end of the checklist, there's like some like single individual cards of some people. Yeah. And then we have the famous 1991. So uh, where to start? A lot to get into here. Where do you want to start at? I mean, do, do you want to just dive right into the fact of uh, the 89 set? Let's, let's, start, let's start at the first. Let's go let's start at 89 and work our way towards 91. All right. Uh, well, 1989 set from Classic, first off. Let's get that right of the way. It's not from Classic. It's titled as Classic, but the company that actually put this out is called Game Time Inc. Uh, trust me, um, whether you knew or didn't know, that's exactly what it is, though. It has the Classic logo has the classic name the packaging is the same but the actual company that put put this out is called game time inc um i don't know if that's an earlier version of classic or not you'd have to go and do some google wikipedia stuff on that um but i didn't know this all these years i didn't know this until i had redone the website and was moving things over and actually happened to have a 1989 ultimate warrior card that i was looking to put aside and send into psa um and I looked in the back, I go, Game Time Inc. Oh, wait a second, I gotta find, do I have a 90 version? 
I looked at the 90 version and that says classic, you know, classic games, Inc. I go, wait a second. So this is not really a classic set. It's an, you know, it's, it's actually a game time ink set that's, you know, looked down as, as an 89 set. Now, why this is, don't know. Uh, don't know why it was an early print run. It's some kind of a test market type of thing. Um, but you're going to find packaging that will, uh, will have 89. Sometimes it'll have 90 on it. And it'll have like blister packs, we'll say 1990, but might have 89 stuff inside of it. Uh, copyright date. So I don't know how much they printed. This is a time that a lot of these companies don't give you print runs. Yeah. They don't tell you how many cases were made. Starting to get used to that the more we go over these things. Which is why you got to really appreciate the years that, uh, yep. that TriStar had that stuff because the boxes were numbered. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so it's just, um, it, it's a very similar set to what was put out for the 1990 set that gets the one that everybody kind of gravitates towards. Although this card set, is a little bit bigger than yeah. the 1990 set. It's 159 cards as opposed to 150 cards. Um, and there's some holes that if you go on the WTC checklist, and for those tuning in for the very first time, WTC stands for WrestlingTradingCards.com. So everybody in the, in the hobby calls it WTC. Uh, you go to the website and check out the checklist. There's little asterisk marks on certain cards that have yet to this day be identified as legit uh a legit card what it is first off um and if it has an 89 copyright date on it so if you go through the checklist and you see those and you say i've got card number 115 that has nothing you don't have on your website it's this person and i can show you proof there's the 89 copyright date in the back i'd love to know because we would not want to know for years uh, something else on that that i want to throw out there is i've seen some of the 89 stuff graded and PSA still grading and it's classic. They do. Yeah. And that's just want to throw that, that out there in case you are looking to buy slabs or, you know, if you're getting a submission back or something, if you've already submitted these, just. To and I'm telling of, you as someone who, you know, for his very first submission to PSA ever, I got my cards back recently. It is dated 1989, but it's listed as classic. Yeah. So just kind of putting that out there, even though it's not classic, it will be labeled that on a PSA slab if you're getting yep. them back. So, um, Let's since we're on the 89 kick, let's talk about the the values. Um, I've always I, I've done several videos where I've talked about this, and we've talked about this on previous podcasts. If you know, generally, I think in the wrestling card world, and even more so than sports, like people are looking at that first card as like the card to own for the most part. So last time I checked, 1989 comes before 1990. Yep. It might be the same card, but that little marking that says the gear may make a difference in a huge amount of money between the two cards. So, and ca in case in point for this is why I personally will probably never send in a 1990 card number five Ultimate Warrior, which everybody gravitates towards yeah. from this set. I I would send the 89 one, which I'm very fortunate in the fact that somehow over the years I've acquired so many of these 89 versions. I probably have 40, 45, 50 of these uh number five ultimate warrior i sent you one yes um and uh if i'm going to send any of these in to be grading over the years you know that's the card i'm sending i'm sending the 89 version over the 1990 version every single time yeah and i mean it's off the beaten path but i'd even take the 89 market scene over the 1990 oh 100 yeah 100 yeah. I mean, it's like i just don't under it's one of those things we've talked about and i did a whole like a youtube shorts i've done several of the videos of it 
Um, basically, my love for the Miz is about the same as my love for the 1990 classic set. Like, oh, that's, that's your this, new PC now. That's where you're, uh, getting, you're getting all that now. Don't start. <laughs> I just don't understand why people are so gravitated to it when they're not digging deep enough into wrestling cards and using your website and looking at the history and looking at checklists and like. Well, I mean, it, I, I get the notion of different strokes for different folks like that. I get that. Maybe they, they like I'm the not, imaging. And- and I'm not Maybe saying like, like that. that that warrior card you're talking about, the even the 1990 version, it's an awesome looking card. But, He's got several that I like in that set, actually. They're yeah. nice. I mean, that depiction grumbling. I I love I love it's very powerful for that character. So it, it fits. Yeah. But um it's just it's plentiful. I yeah. mean it's, it, it might as well be it's a WWF version of Impel. That is exactly it, but lacking the cool design. We're getting it, off topic exactly here. like people people aren't going to for the classic set i don't recall maybe i maybe i'm wrong from some indie stuff or something like that i don't recall anybody mimicking that design but you'll see the 87 tops you'll see the uh, 1990 they did 1991 but we're talking about just the plain jane 90 the major uh, major wrestling figure pod did a 1991 but 19 correct. there's well, nothing 91, but, that's different yeah, i'm talking about 90 classic we're talking nothing, about classic nothing with 90 no yeah, I mean, it's not a, it's not a very eye appealing design that's going to you know no. people go oh I got to have that set. It's just um, there were so many ways to get that release by the way too blister oh, packs, yeah. boxes. Uh, they kind of call like a a, a starter kit like complete, that you get from the complete sets in the boxes. Yeah, too. complete it's sets just... in a little box like that. You know, mailaways for binders, which I think there's some people who know there's a binder for the set, others don't know there's a binder for the set, but there's a they made an official binder, which is very unusual for wrestling cards to have a binder. Yeah. Uh, another card I want to throw in there since we're talking uh, the, the other really popular card in this is the Rockers because people yep. will look at that Shawn Michaels and I'm like, just go with the 89 version or go with the market scene version. Which is, you know, that those market scene version, which are they're, they're all awesome I know it's, cards. It's a totally they're separate so, discussion, I know. But, but they're just, so hard to come by. I can right. see why people are like, you know what? I can't get the 82 Hogan, but I'll get the 85 Hogan. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. priced at the 85 Hogan. I'll get the 87 Hogan. I get the I get the logic that there's more of the classic available. So that makes sense. I get it. But if you're going to be like, I'm doing it from an investment standpoint because I want the first that market scene is that's that's the card to go with man that's a older rarer mentor better that's yep (laughs) i stole that from sm pratt who's an awesome pokemon guy on youtube but oh i gotta make a shirt out of that (laughs) older rarer mentor better (laughs) yeah um okay so let's move on to the actual 1990 um is there anything we just touched on a lot of it is there anything else that we need to mention that's like stands out about the 1990 version um any differences any key cards anything in there that you're thinking there's, of? Right there's, there's nothing other than the fact that it's a shorter card set by nine cards it's a weird version why 89 is only 159 cards i think as opposed to uh well this one's 145 i'm sorry i thought it was 150 it's one uh, the second set of 91 is 150 um i think right i don't, I, we'll I don't have a it. checklist in front we'll, of me we'll get, so. we'll get to it uh but um Oh, wow. Which is kind of cool. It's going to go to dead pages, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's 145 card set. So it's, it, it seems like they made like, it's almost like a, the 89 was a test run type of thing. They mm. sort of, okay, here's what made the final cut. We're going to cut it down to 149 cards. We like these logo card contest stuff. So we'll make, you know, 136 or 145. It's, it's a logo contest kind of thing. 
Um, but what was cool about this, the most cool, the coolest thing about the 90 version is the promos they put out for that, which was purple board. That yes. pops. Yes. That looks awesome. That's a cool ultimate warrior card. That's a cool, you know, a Hogan card where he's ripping his shirt. I, I, uh, yeah. I found that's a, a cool beefcake card. Yeah. That's one of the, that's one of the cooler cards he's gotten and it's beefcake. I mean, I think we give that guy more airtime on this show than he's had in the last 20 years. <laughs> it's true. We should but, have him on. Hey, if we can do it, um, that, that Hogan, that's, that's what I want to say. Like, um, it's kind of been bantered between myself and some others that maybe that promo set could have been considered a, like one of the first parallel sets. But the difference being is that the images on these promo cards are not the same. They're not the same. It's not a parallel. Yeah. It, uh, I like, I think I had may, may have said that, like, could it be, is it, but I think we've kind of decided that it's not, but those cards are awesome. Like I've got one of the Hogan cards. That's like, I think it's a BGS nine and it was oh, under, nice. under a hundred dollars for that grade. And I don't ever see them pop up. And I was like, I've got to buy this. So that's the one car, the one sector of the 1990 set that I absolutely love. So if yeah, you guys, it's, it's, the, it's, it's the best part of the entire set. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I might even, oh, that's a good point. I, I, I know I have at least two of these complete sets, of the promos. So I might just, they're uh, so good. I might just, it'd be kind of cool to send a whole complete set in for grading and have it like a full set graded. Yep. Regardless what the grades are because yeah, they're just, care. they're so hard to find. Yeah. I think I'd do that. That'd be kind of cool. Maybe that's something that just for nostalgia purposes, that'd be kind of a cool thing to send to HGA for a custom slab kind of thing. Oh yeah. That would be cool. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Uh, All right. But you know, um, again, the, the wrestling album too. And again, I encourage anybody who listens to this or sees this eventually when it comes up on YouTube, uh, you know, many moons down the road, um, you know, go to the checklist site. There's a, uh, the WTC on, on there uh, and click on any one of these classic sets. You're going to see a lot of information. on these, And this is something I, I think maybe I've been meaning to bring this up for a while. I think people go and they look at the checklist and they kind of, don't scroll all the way to the bottom because at the bottom of every release, there is a re- uh, uh, every, every checklist, there's a release information section that will give you much more detail. Um, and I'm, I'm doing a lot more work lately over the last several months of, of a, acquiring UPC numbers for boxes and packs and da 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 and it's not noting that there's, oh, there's variants in the wrappers. Uh, some wrappers contain this, uh, have this on the cover, some have that. I want every bit of information to make it so easy for new collectors, old collectors getting back, those who've like never collected this particular set. So go down there and there's a lot of information about these classic sets to let you know about the difference and, and how to tell the difference between each set. Yeah, I actually may use that section of the checklist more than I use the actual checklist. Like if I have a question about a specific card in the, in the checklist, I'll usually go find it, right? But then I skip all the way down to the bottom because there's so much good information in that at the bottom of the page. So yeah, just wanted to kind of pile on that. Um, let's talk about the differences in the 1990 sets because in my opinion, you want to talk about a pretty generic set going to even more of a generic set. 
and that's the series two is that what we're technically calling it well the, the, the official name of the set is called uh, wf classic series two the history of wrestlemania so what it did is at, at the time it, it captured this set for basically the, the first it's a 150 card set and like the first uh like 145 cards pretty much uh capture wrestlemania one through wrestlemania six at that time and it's all same generic design of the border. So that's why it looks so similar to the, to the 1990 classic. Uh, and it just has all this uh, in-ring stuff going on. And I know you've got a couple of favorites you like because it features, you know, you know certain people in there. Uh, and then, but, you know, it kind of just, and then it it's like, it's like, uh, 145 cards. Let's throw in like five other, like, you know. Random. <laughs> ra- random posed st- studio shots, you know. Yeah. Uh, and Which then again, I, think, I think Dusty Rhodes is one of those, isn't he, with the poker? Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he rounds up the entire set. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, but, you know, and then it also has an album, and it, it gets confused a lot, you know, uh, but the way to tell the difference is, because they're both 1990, is just know that this one will, one, have, uh, it's referred to as a WrestleMania set. Um, it, it's got very similar looks to it, but uh, it's, the backing will always give you a, give it away if you don't know, what's, is this Series 1 or Series 2? Uh, is just kind of looking at um, uh, the horizontal line at the, on the tops like that. So the, the card number will be above the upper right corner where series one has the card number, uh, you know, even with, the, it, it, you could just check the checklist page out. It'll tell you exactly how to identify, but it really should be easy to identify just for the front because it just features WrestleMania stuff. Yeah, and it, it does, correct me if I'm wrong, but don't most if not all actually had the wrestlemania logo from whatever the shot was i believe so yeah i think so you think you're right so yes i mean it's just i don't understand why people would get confused by it but i guess if you're really new to the hobby and looking and you've stumbled across it at a yard sale or something like that and you want to know um you know it's it's really easy to tell by just saying does it have wrestlemania stuff on it okay this is probably a serious too then and the cards that i'll mention in this that the the only cards and uh, you mentioned it before but this in, in this series, you can see Donald Trump in the crowd in several of the cards. Yes. So, uh, not, you know, politics aside, because I'm indifferent, but the, it's it's one of those hidden Easter eggs, like yeah. like that Triple H card that's got um, Sasha and Alexa and Charlotte all yep. in it when they were at the same kind of thing here with same Donald thing. Trump in the crowd. Now, it's also important to know on this, this set, by the way, that there's a couple of different image variations that exist in the set. And it's, this is due to uh, print run times. So there's no way to really tell if you have a first print run or a second print run kind of thing. Um, but there's some in it where uh, it featured, case in point is card number three. Card number three has the most noticeable uh, photo uh, image variation. It's like. So an earlier one, we're going to assume it's an earlier print run, we'll show you Hogan with Mr. T, where then you'll also find the same card. Well, it kind of, it cuts out Mr. T and just shows Hogan. You'll see like Mr. T's like elbow or something like that, but he's, he's 100%. You know, I think that was like a, like a licensing thing. Or... I, I think it might've been, it could have been, um, they didn't want, they weren't working with him anymore at the time. I mean, I mean, is Mr. T in the hall of fame with him? Yeah. He's in the hall of fame now, right? Yeah, I, th- I think yeah. so. I mean, eventually he got into the Hall of Fame, but maybe there's a falling out at the time. I don't know if there's any controversy at the time with him like that, but uh, that's that's one one thing to do. Another key point to look about from the set is uh, to find out kind of which version you have is there's a register, uh, you know, the register trademark logo, the register, not the TM, but the R with the circle around it. Uh, 
uh, on the front and back, you'll notice that some of them have, have a R on it, some don't. So there's kind of, if you're like somebody looking for variations and like variants, yeah. that's kind of a cool thing to look at because, and the fronts are hard to see based on whatever image it was. So there's a, if it says, you know, the, it has a trademark next to the WrestleMania, whatever on the front, uh, and it's on a dark image, it's going to be really hard to see. You have to look at her from really bright light. And I hope you have really good eyesight. Uh, but there's, there are some image variations. Now, and, and the value of these don't increase by, by any means at all. I haven't seen, me personally, I haven't seen any um, massive, there's, there's no big giant price difference between like, I got one with a registered mark. I have one without. Yeah. Okay. There's, so... nothing, there's nothing in this set, by the way. No that holds is... any value of any kind right now at all. I mean, 20 years from now, will that change? I don't know. But right now, this stuff is so plentiful from even a single standpoint, like maybe it's, finding factory sets is going to be value, valuable. It's the 1991 Impel, which means, well, it's not even that good, but it's this, from, it's a, not. from a production level, it's like that. Uh, they're everywhere. I, and in my opinion, if you really, I mean, if you're a set collector, that's one thing. But if you're like, you know, looking for something to hold value, sealed set sealed complete set like you just said um that's it that's it and i I don't think that's a bad i i mean you can probably get that for like 20 bucks right now so or maybe or maybe even you know uh get the official binder with the whole set already put inside like that and it was sold that way too but um get that you know uh it's it's a cool little uh uh extra piece to add you know kind of like a nice little you know table piece for yourself if if you like like yeah if you like a historic uh, it's a histor- piece of history and it's not going to cost you very much and you like base sets then i you know i think it's i think it's a good idea to pick one up but um you know from an investment perspective maybe maybe a sealed complete set or something but outside of that i don't see anything but if we're going to talk about stuff that may be let's move on to 1991 in 1991 they did something nice with that one yeah yeah um Completely change the design. It's an interesting design. We had never seen anything really like that before. It's uh, it's not really flashy, but it's different enough to where it really stands out. Yeah, and it's, it's simple that it's a simple design that really just kind of, it just, it sort of captures that time period. I think really 1991. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, we've got down that there's uh, differences with the UK release, which I don't think many people are talking about. Um, I've had a couple people reach out to me and tag me and things uh send me dms if i have a lot of information and i don't so do you have very much information about the differences between the uk version and the standard which well i can i can tell you one thing go check out wrestlingtradingcars.com cheap oh my (laughs) um no there is a noticeable difference for now uh it's also not very well known um, there are people who I guess may say that like, oh, I knew about that. Really? Well, I don't really hear you really clamoring about it or talking about it. Or when if they knew about it, mentioned. they would have yeah. been they would have been promoting it when this set was blowing up a year ago. Sure. Yeah. So, um, and, and no one really talked about it. Nobody mm-hmm. talked about it when the set was blown up. Everybody just gravitates towards uh, because we'll, we'll get to the Undertaker card um, or cards. Um, uh, they don't. Nobody talked about it. Nobody mentioned like, yeah, hey, be careful because there's two different versions of the set. And I even went out and I, I reached out to Chuckster and I reached out to Paul and neither one of them have this car, that, the, the European version in their, in their collections. And these are two guys that have one of the most extensive uh, and, and amazing collections on the planet. And they're like, I, I don't have that one. And, and I have that set. And I'm like, 
wow, I got something that Chuckster and Paul doesn't have, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'd rather have the WCW autograph set, but I'll <laughs> take this. Um, it, it's just um, one is here's how you tell the difference. It's the exact same 150 card set. The difference is in the size of the card where the European cards are slightly smaller uh, than the uh, uh, US versions like that. Sli I mean, but they're noticeable. It's not like, oh, I got to really measure it out and check it. It's noticeable when you put the two side by side. It's slightly smaller. Your standard's like 2.5 by 3.5 inches. Mm -hmm. These are uh, two and a half by three and three eighths. So there's a, there's a, there's a different difference in size. Also, the quality of cardboard that the European version is, is printed on is slightly less, um, how do you put it, um, good, I guess. Made uh, thinner and flimsy. It's a little more, it's a little more papery, I think. It's a little bit probably, yeah, but, but flimsy is a good, yeah, flimsy. Um, so you'll notice in those two ways. Those are, and, and those are both outlined on, on the checklist on WTC where you can uh, help you identify what you have kind of thing. So if you just take a regular ruler, tape measures like that. And if you have a nice pristine copy, because my copies are not in pristine condition at all. Uh, but if you have, um, uh, I wish I, I would have had, a should have gone to storage and gotten sample. That's why we suck at this. <laughs> uh, um, but um, well, you can't get into the storage unit because they're printing info in there tonight. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, a, it gets hot in there. I don't want to be in yeah. there with all that stuff going on. It's a ching, cha ching, cha ching. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it's, it, there is a difference, and it's very easy to tell if you just look at the size and the quality of cardboards like that. But um, I don't know what the overall value of a good condition card from the, you know, classic uh, European set would go yeah. for as opposed to the regular classic. But I would imagine if, Everyone's clamoring for that Undertaker car, which is what card number. Oh, the, it depends on which. We'll get into that, like which uh, which card the market decides on, because it's all over the place. What? So he's got. I'm looking at the checklist right now. Is so eight cards. He's got card number thirty. I think it's his first card in the set. He's got card number. Oh man, I would have all this stuff. Sixty-four. He's got card number uh da, 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 da. 88 he's got card number uh wow i'm losing it i'm losing it he doesn't have that many i think he has four cards in this set right i thought it was more than that you know what i i my eyesight is really bad right now i don't know what's going on but <laughs> I, I see four. It's got a couple of he shares with Paul Bear as well, too. So those are yeah, those are some of the ones that uh, people have kind of gravitated to. And then uh, I'm trying to pull up the uh, card card number sixty four. That's the, that's the classic one everybody's going for, right? No pun intended, but that's the classic one everybody's going uh, for. That one or the ones with uh, if there's one on there with Paul Bearer from the classic okay. set. So, I mean, this set holds some notoriety in the sense that it has like an early Undertaker card that people like to call his rookie card, whatever you want to call him, first appearance or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and so people went out and clamored for that one and tried to, you know, and made that card become like this desired card from that set, which drove the price up for the entire set as a whole. Um, you know, I, I've got several of these just sitting in singles that, you know, I said, okay, I'm pulling out. I guess that's the flavor of the month. I'm going to go ahead and send it in. Right. Yeah. And it's hard because, um, for for new collectors coming in like we've seen some of these other random cards from the undertaker in the same set 
you know, it's kind of like when we talked about the this is your card, Paul E, where he's got like four or five cards in the set. Which one is the is the first? Which one is the rookie? Is it the very first one in the line? Is it the one that the market dictates? Which is what I usually agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what this one is. I think that card that what I say sixty four. I already closed it. Yeah, sixty four. Card number sixty four. I think that's the one in this set that everybody's clamoring after. But um, you know, you just buy them all. Yeah, buy them all. That way, that's always a great way to go. Can't yeah. go wrong when you have them all. Uh, that's pretty much all I had. Like that's the standout of 91. It's a new design. Got the undertaker rookie cards on them. Um, there's not, there's some other good cards in those a really good Hogan where he's got like a, he's like just flexed up and he's got a American flag kind of draped over him. That's it's a pretty iconic card. I love that card. It's not like incredibly high. I mean, I I think if you get a high grade on it, you know, you're looking at hundred, two hundred dollars which isn't chump change for wrestling cards. It's got to me, your, um, you know, your favorite tag team. It's got an amazing card of Legion of of Doom. Doom. Yeah. Yeah. I love that card. Good stuff in there too. Uh, But cool design, some, you know, some cards in there worth, worth looking at. So um, that's pretty much it for classics. So where do you see, what's your overall opinion on them or where do you see them going in the future? I think the Undertaker card drives the set, obviously. Um, anytime you're going to have an iconic star like that, and it's in, it's in a, an early release of that person in, within a set, it's just going to ke- help keep that set as a whole. People are going to buy it as a whole because yep. it might it contains that card in it or those cards that they want specifically that are driving the mar- market. Um, so I think it's just going to go up. I think it's a good card to have for Undertaker. It's classic Undertaker, obviously very, again, no pun intended. <laughs> but um, it's just... Um, it's cool shots, early Undertaker, rookies, whatever you want to call them. It doesn't hurt. Trust me, it doesn't hurt. And years down the road, it's surprising. We did an episode once where we talked about people to invest in for future. Undertaker didn't make either one of our lists. Nope. I mean, that doesn't mean this is a bad buy, but we were we no, had to pick them out. We had to pick the Mount Rushmore on that episode. You know, if we wanted to pick like a, you know, a top five or a top ten, he might have made it on there. But oh, I, I would definitely put Taker in my top ten for sure. Yeah, absolutely, he'd be in my top ten. But. Um, you know, is this going to be the card that drives, uh, you know, Taker? Uh, you know, is this the set where you get the Taker card from this set from Classic that's going to be like the card to have in the future? It's hard to say because it's also competing with the 1991 Merlins, which have, yeah. I think, better images. This exact and I, and image is in I, there too. I sent more of those into PSA than I did the Classic. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I sent none of Classic. I sent all Merlin stuff because that's, I love those images better. Me too. Same year. I mean, Sports and does it. I, this the, is my this is my thing about 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 rookies in the same year. There we go. You have sports did it all the time. Mm-hmm. You could have tops, Bowman, Fleer, uh, upper deck. You had a Don Rust. You had all these different things. You know, and and you had a super you had a player that existed in all those sets because that was a time that they all had licensing rights to to make play, baseball cards, football cards, whatever it was. So right. you had the ability. Yeah, the market would dictate which one was like the valuable one to have. They're still all rookies, though. Yeah, they're all rookies, um, and that's the same thing in, in, in wrestling. When we had that time frame, because it doesn't exist now, when you had a time frame where a classic was making the same year as Merlin was making the same year. I mean, there's a few little you know crossovers in the same years that you know same thing with hey, uh, comic images put stuff out the same time that Art Box put stuff out. Yeah, for wrestling WWF, they both had licenses. They just have different agreements that I can't put traditional trading cards. Ours are going to be lenticular motion stuff exclusive, where you put out traditional trading cards. But people still go after like I need to have that Trish butt card. I got to have sure. that Trish, you know, motion card of the Rock, you know, doing the whole you know thing like this. I got to have, I got to have that. 
where, you know, these sets featured Taker and over in Europe, the Merlin stuff, which I and you both agree, I think those are great images over there. Yep. Uh, and But people gravitate towards the classic and the market's going to say, nope, that blue bordered classic is the go-to card. Okay, fine. I don't care. I still like the, the, 90, the Merlin stuff better. Um, I think it's a side note, but that's one thing that's frustrating about wrestling card rookie talk is sure. in this in the sports card world, you can still have the card like the like the Mickey Mantle, like fifty two Mantle is the rookie card, even though he had a card before that, and he's got cards after that. And kind of do it in wrestling. Eighty two Hogan is the Hogan card to have, right? But then I'll, I'll use this example. There's cards before before eighty two. Sure, there's cards after, and there's people that like all of them. So yeah. uh, it. It just seems like wrestling, the wrestling card community, while it's fantastic, they argue too much over what is the rookie card instead of yeah. being like sports and being like, I'll just buy them all. You know, that's because really, like, I don't see people in sports card world arguing. They're, they're just like agreeing that, yeah, that's a good rookie card. That's a good rookie card. That's a good rookie card because there's so many yes. different versions. Do you think with this classic set, though, for that taker card for 91 classic? Because out of all this talk, you know, of all the classics we've had, um, outside of the 89, maybe Ultimate Warriors kind of being the pool to have for that set. Um, and I guess the Rockers to an extent like that too. Um, the 91 classic set has a taker that people graduate. Do you think that's going to be the card for taker to have uh, over the Merlins? Or do we you know, fast forward a couple of years and go for that action pack card? Not the autograph but just the action pack card of 94 action pack, which to me is a way better card. I think it's going to be the Merlins. I think, think the, the Merlins over a long time are going to be the, the money yeah, ones. I think they're harder to find. Um, they're over, you know, cause like, I just don't see as many of them popping up as I see the classics in, in, in any language, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In any of the languages or if all of them, there are people that probably want to get the variations of them, which I think that's a cool idea. It's kind of a sure. version of a parallel. So it's an early True. parallel. If you want to think about it like that, um, really for classic, this is what it boils down to me. 89, like basically anything 89. If you, if you, you know, pick your favorite wrestler, obviously I want warrior, any warrior 89s and any rocker 89s, I think are good, good goes. Um, as far as the 1990 stuff, sealed boxes, you know, the sealed complete sets, whether that's, you and know, keep which, them sealed. Yes. Keep them sealed. Um, just like all this crap in the background, that's all sealed. Um, it, because you know, what happens if that takes off down the road and somebody is buying those to grade stuff out of them, then you're yeah. going to be okay. Um, and it's also just cool to have sealed wax sitting around. You know, sure. I've, I've talked about that in previous videos on my YouTube channel, but, um, so sealed on back to 1990 seal product or promos i think the promos may be the coolest cards in my opinion that we've talked about tonight like i just of, of all of all those releases by the way yeah. that's my favorite those are my favorite cards of all the class more than the undertaker yes. money one i just think that's a cool there's something about that purple design and the in a studio photo shoot they just pop man if if we can get brutus beefcake's name elevated to where we have by talking about these cards <laughs> you know it's a cool set <laughs> that's right um following it up 1991 there are sealed complete case uh, excuse me sealed complete boxes of those out there because i saw them all the time where they were you know i think they got up to like two three hundred dollars at one point when mm -hmm. when wrestling you know i mean the, the whole trading card world took off but wrestling cards too so keeping those sealed and then of course go out there and buy all of the singles of the undertaker that you can 
and it doesn't matter what it is they're all great so there's yeah. a lot a lot of a lot of options despite not being a lot of chase cards there's still a lot to offer and you know going kind of going back to the Fleer episode that we did there were some cool relics there were some cool rookies in one set yeah but but there wasn't a lot to chase in the base and i think nope. in this there is so that's another cool thing about some of these older sets that there's not a lot of cool stuff in it but there's chase based on rookie or based on a variation yeah i i agree with all that i agree with all of that um you know the 91 obviously the 91 set gets some love because it's been mimicked by people before so people do like that design mm -hmm. it's been mimicked by some indie sets i think even the card foundation I mean, uh the wrestling um major wrestling figure right, major wrestling they're the figure. ones that did the yeah. homage to it yeah and I, I i don't know if there's another independence that has done that before it's like that but um i mean anytime you have um a modern whatever it be card set of independent or whatever paying homage to some of the older stuff you don't ever see anybody really doing a lot with the classic stuff with the exception of the 91 stuff the 91 yep. for that reason for the simplicity of that card design it just seems to pop and really kind of bring and it sort of kind of captures that color scheme and uh that that moment for 1991 that time frame for wwf yep it screams to me 1991 wwf like i look at that if you put a blank nothing in the middle of it and just had the border i go that's wwf <laughs> yeah um i mean the only thing that would have made it even more wwf is if they would have took the classic uh and again no pun intended yeah the you know back in the the late 80s and definitely into the early 90s wwf would do those specialized logos for each talent you know like yeah. boss man would have like handcuffs well, or all the back the backs have that yes and that's uh, like if they could have taken those logos and put them onto the 1991 set I think yeah. that would have been like one of the coolest sets of all time. Yeah, true. Because, I, I mean, you know, we used to see promos with the green screen and it would have their giant custom logo on it sure. and to have that on a card. But keeping the same classic card design, such a cool idea. I like it. That'd be a cool one. Um, yeah, so that, I've pretty much exhausted everything that I've got to say about this set. Um, yeah, what do you same here. I just yeah, there's, I, not, there's not much more to say. I mean, when you're, when you're dealing with just base sets and nothing to really chase, all you can really do is kind of pluck out any I think key that's superstars. Fun though, that's like it's it's a it's one of those things that you can you know uh, zoom in on what you like out of this. It, you, you know, just because even going back to the Fleer stuff again, just because something doesn't have everything you want doesn't mean you can't like laser focus on something put it in your eBay search, save that search and, you know, just focus on specific cards of a talent you like or specific rookie cards you think is going to be big. You know, there's just little avenues that yeah, you can for me, pick out stage, from everything. At this stage in the game, I wouldn't be going after any Fleer stuff as much as I, I love that those releases. Um, Cause my, my collecting uh, has changed since back then. So now it's like, oh, I want to go back. I'm a player collector. I want those Kurt Angle cards. That's what I want. Yeah, I already have all the base sets already anyways. But, um, you know, I don't have that memorabilia stuff. And that's all I really care about is memorabilia stuff from that, mm -hmm. those sets. Some of these classic ones, like, you know, even if I didn't already own these sets, yeah, on the cheap, yeah, I'd probably pick them up because they're cheap. Um, but, you know, I'm like, I'm a Bret Hart fan. I'm an Ultimate Warrior fan. I'd go after those 
particular superstars in from this. That's kind of what makes it fun. Right. For and that. speaking of that, uh, don't let us don't let us overshadow um, that. I think I've seen it. I got you started on it inadvertently. More people are doing it now, and that's player collecting. And that like I I don't know how you're doing your stuff, but I'm collecting base cards. So if you are a Bret Hart fan or if you're a Hogan fan or whatever and you're like a super collector, so you want, you know, one card or multiples of your hoarding of every single thing that you can get of that talent, here's cheap cards you got to get to add to your collection. So there's always something out there for everybody, no matter how you're collecting or the way you want to approach it. That's why I got going to that guy now. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Love it. That's awesome. Dexter Loomis. If you guys got his cards, let Tony know. Yeah, hit me up, man. I was happy to get this one. I got a number to 25. I, I just love the difference in the parallel. I'm mean, telling just, you, just that, so cool. uh, that 2021 Chrome, just fantastic. Love it so much. And I, I, I'm going after these ones now, you know, for the rookies. I love them. So. Rookie auto, can't go wrong with that. Yep, I'm going after different ones. But yeah, I mean, just, you know, if you're a fan of, of you know, Brutus Beefcake, these are great sets for you to go after and, kick, you know, get some cool, uh, some, some cool, base set cards and go off that 1990 those promo cards like that's probably yep. that's, again the best card of for me uh of all the sets uh, are those purple border cards so uh yeah you can get those and um there's something for everybody in, the, in that time frame like that i mean you don't have to be just because there's no high-end chase or uh you know amazing rookie cards of any kind doesn't mean there's no way i'm, I'm ever going to dissuade someone from going after those cards and say this is crap don't buy it kind of thing just and you should still get it. It's, it's an important part of your collection, especially if you're a, a wrestling historian and you know you want to go back to nostalgia reasons. As much as I hate the 1990, I've talked about that over and over. It has nothing to do with the fact that I'm not saying anybody shouldn't buy them. It's a, you know it's a it's a totally different argument from like a, a you know pricing pop report monetary perspective that sure. I argue. Um, you know, like if you're the player collector, you need these cards. If you're a base set collector, you need these cards. A completist, yep. you've got to have them, especially those promo cards like we talked about. So, um, you know, this stuff's fun. It screams 90s nostalgia. Maybe not to the point that the WCW and Pell ones do. That's yeah. like the ultimate, ultimate set. But uh, these these are good. I mean, you know, there's a lot of, lot of um, affordable chases in this, a lot of affordable things to go after. And, you know, some of them could be very... I think popular and go up way in value, especially if you got a good copy like PSA, you know, eight through 10. So. Sure. Absolutely. And if you guys have any of this stuff, if you're, you know, player collecting an obscure, you know, Greg, the hammer Valentine, or, uh, you know, Brutus beefcake, like we mentioned, uh, reach out to us on social platforms. Let us know what you thought of this episode. Let us know what you're collecting, what, what you think of these sets. If there's something we missed, uh, if there's something that's the WTC checklist doesn't have correctly, or you can add to it, let us know. And to do that, Tony, let everybody know where they can find you. WrestlingTradingCards.com. What an amazing yes. website. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Uh, I saw someone t- tweeted um, uh, they were wearing their uh, WTC shirt, which sold out. Thank you, everybody. It sold out real quick. Uh, within within the first week, it sold out. Um, and uh, we are wearing it. As a matter of fact, I saw so he tweeted it. And said, "Oh, I'm representing them." And he had just like, he's a wrestling all-star collector, apparently. And um, just tweeted a picture of him with the back, you know, showing the back of it like that. But then I looked at his profile picture, and he's in the profile picture. He's actually, and I see the front. He's wearing the same shirt in the front like that. <laughs> and uh, so I appreciate that. And 
Yeah, it's, it's got the website on there, and that's where everybody can go, and I appreciate it. Anybody who has it, who got a WTC shirt, I only have one that I still need to take care of from someone from Australia because, because of the pandemic stuff, it got kicked back to me as undeliverable because they weren't accepting U.S. mail. Uh, and I don't do FedEx and UPS, so I, I got to find another way to get this shirt to this guy. Uh, but uh, anybody who has gotten a WTC shirt, dude, I would love to see people posting pictures of them at an event wearing it. Uh, you know, maybe meeting a wrestler wearing it's like I'm, that. You you may make me have to cut my card off and cut the tag <laughs> off and wear it to the indie shows that I go to. I wish I made extras, man. I could have had just sent one, you know. But I I, I kept nope, I kept true to my extras. word. Yep. I kept true to my word. I only printed what was printed. Um, there's a 25 that were made. Uh, one for uh, for Womack for him for himself, um, but not part of the 25. It's not numbered to 25. He got a card for himself, obviously. I have extra cards. I've got some special things I want to be doing that down the road here. Uh, but then there's like only three promo. I mark, I numbered them PR one, PR two, and PR three. One myself, one went to David Porto, and then one I kept for my son. So um, that's it. There's no more. I'm not going to print any more of those. But uh, I would appreciate you know guys wear them. You know, post a picture, tag us on there. Let's share it out there, man. Let people know about. It's surprising to me that there is a good number of people out there who do know about WTC. But all the conventions I do over the years, even on social media, I see people on there like, oh, I didn't know about this website. I mean, next year's our 20th anniversary, man. I mean, it's, I, it's, I, I get it. I mean, I totally get it. Like, you know, I always talk about Frankenstein Collectible in SoCal. It was probably around for 20 years before I discovered it. Yeah. <laughs> it was in my backyard, basically. I didn't even know it was there. But uh, yeah, just everything on there, social media, wrestlingtradingcards.com. Every page in the bottom has links to all the, you know, social media platforms. There's a contact us link. You can contact us if you find any errors, corrections, whatever. It's like that. And that's how you get a hold of me. But uh, enough about me. Where the hell they can find you? At Zan Morning on almost everything, including TikTok. Trying to get back on that. I, uh, I was doing okay with it for a while. And I know it's really popular. Just having some fun, you know, wrestling card. I just recently, well, by the time this airs, it's going to be quite a while. But I have a my Steve Austin ornament in my Christmas tree. And I was doing some funny Steve I saw Austin that. stuff. You know, I just, <laughs> I'm just trying to have fun and get some people, you know, to just try to entertain and, you know, well, wrestle, the whole wrestle. point about the whole point about what we do uh, first and foremost, beyond what we want, which is engagements like that is education stuff, information, know, education. information and education. That is the focal point. I hope of anybody who's putting out some kind of a podcast and I'd love to hear more podcasts. Yes, you know, please. <laughs> card, card foundation podcast. I'll never give enough love to those guys. They're growing fast. And uh, I've always said very polished, smooth show. And I love it. I listen to it. It's one of the only podcasts I really, I'm not a big podcast guy. You are, I'm not. Uh, and I should listen to more, but I do listen to them. Um, and, uh, I, I wish there's people out there have more content. I mean, uh, uh, there's a lot of ideas, a lot of creative people out there. So whatever puts more eyes and ears on our little section of the hobby, that'd be great. Uh, I always recommend people to check out wrestling with cards. Uh, so many cool episodes on there, mail day stuff, uh, you know, breaking sets down. Like still, I still think that one of my favorite series, WCW, is WCW. I love that. It's like, it's just, it's a set that deserved to be like, I need to talk about all these things and the cool nostalgia about every single picture and everything on the set. And it, and you did, did it, did it well. There's so many sets. I can't wait to do that on, but you know, it's just uh, it's time at time. We're, we're going to get there. Like I don't, yeah. as, as 
Uh, you know, these cards just aren't going anywhere. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Things get in the way and time and, but uh, we're going to keep doing it. So it's eventually those sets will be out there, but yeah. Th- uh, YouTube wrestling with cards on YouTube, wrestling with cards, the podcast, and thank you guys for all your support. And I just want to go back to what Tony said. If, if there's even like a 1% chance you would ever want to put out wrestling card content, do it. Like, I don't care if you want to talk about how, you're, you know, a conspiracy theory that Tony is the biggest Iron Mike Sharp fan in the world, which I think is probably true. Um, you know, if you want to do a whole podcast just talking about those conspiracies, like do it. If you want to do an all investments podcast, do it. Like we, it, it's what you said. Like if we get more content creators out there with wrestling cards, no matter what they're talking about, uh, it's, it's going to put more eyes and ears on the product and more information is going to be out there more cards are going to be out there card value goes up popularity goes up and it'd be just you know it's a bigger and better community the more people we get involved yeah i mean there's there's a there's a s ton of of content out there for talking about what happened tonight on monday raw or what happened on this night for this pay-per-view there's a, a ton of content talking about stuff like that I don't know about the content for figures, but I think, you know, the major figure podcast probably has that stuff all. Yeah. They got it. They got it covered. Um, But there's a lot of different perspectives and, uh, and I'm sure there is on other things too, like even figures, but for the card business, there's a lot of different ways to look at it. So, you know, if you've got a unique perspective on something, I mean, I love to hear about it. I mean, whether you want, it's like, well, I don't have time to do that kind of thing, but I don't mind being a guest reach out to Zan or myself. You want to be on guests on one of our shows or heck we haven't had any guests round really tables for our, you know, for this. I, I don't mind. I mean, we've got some stuff we're working on trying to do another round table coming up here soon. Um, it's just, just, you know, do it, just get out there and, and uh, talk about it. Thank you guys for your continued support. And for listening today, please subscribe on whatever it is you're listening to this on. A lot of people listen on iTunes, uh, Spotify is their podcast app. There's Google podcasts, all kinds of stuff out there. Uh, so please subscribe share it with a friend i can't stress that enough if there is a wrestling fan in your life that is not collecting wrestling cards grab the wtc youtube page the website my website or my youtube channel my podcast social pot whatever it is just like share it with them so they can realize that hey wrestling cards are cool they do exist there's other things out there besides just the run of the mill merch. So yep. do that. Leave us a review again. You know, Oh, maybe did we decide we weren't going to do a review today? Cause we were in the bingo hall. No, we're not doing a review. No. Okay. No review I mean, today I mean, because it's the bingo ahead. hall. Leave, leave a review, please. <laughs> okay. Maybe a three-star review. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I want to hurt our ratings. Like either just don't leave one or leave a high ratings like that. Five know? stars. Okay. Bingo hall, five stars uh, next week. I don't think we'll be in the top, maybe Madison Square Garden next week. So it'll, it'll we're have traveling, to, man. I mean, yeah. I earn up the frequent flyer. Tra- traveling podcasts that were just, you know, straight up carnies. That's all we are. So <laughs> traveling tent to tent. So until next time, thank you guys once again for checking out the show. We'll see you. Later.